Good evening, everybody. This is Omina. I'm standing in for Marita. She may join us later tonight. Tonight will be the last night of Stargate Roundtable. Our new name is going to be A Night at the Roundtable beginning next week. So hopefully you all remember that. To still tune in for A Night at the Roundtable, we will all still be here and you're all welcome to the round table and bring your discussions and your subject and everything else. So we have Angel Sue to, oh, no, no, sorry. I'm ahead of myself. I want to go around the table and have everybody talk. And if they have something to say or add to our conversation, that would be great. So what else is new on? Um. Uh, 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 I mean, I think we do Angel Sue first, and then we do that. Oh, probably. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. We were doing a lot of discussions here about our new show coming up and the new name, so I'm a little off on my wings. (laughs) So where's Angel Sue? Is she going to come back on and come in? Yes, I am here. All right, Angel Sue. That's wonderful. So would you like to lead us in the meditation? Indeed, I would. So we're going to say welcome to Stargate Roundtable one last time. And we'll be calling the show a night at the roundtable. It'll be like a fireside chat. And so that's a great topic, an energy to hold. And we... Welcome you in the light of the most radiant one, the light of God that never, never fails. And in the office of the Christ, and only in the office of the Christ, we are invoking those loving energies of Saint Germain and the Violet Flame. We are invoking those beautiful beings throughout time and space, that hook in with the energies that we're using with the Law of One and holding the energy for Nasara and the Galactic White Knights. I mean, our beloved forces of the... Okay. Brain fog just hit. The King of Swords and the Faction Three White Knights. That's it. <laughs> Had to work at that a little different direction for a moment. But all those who are celebrating the issues and the hopes and the dreams of bringing forth the divine on this planet for each and every being, every kingdom, every dimension and out into all of creation. So this will bring in sovereignty and freedom and financial abundance beyond our beliefs. It'll allow us to pursue our happiness and celebrate the happiness of all others. So if you will call in your spiritual team, your family, which comprise 
some of them as your higher self and your beloved twin flame. Call in the guides that work with you and the teachers and the masters of light. Call in the councils of light that work with you as well. And all those from the lighted realms that celebrate the path that you are walking here as the divine child that you are. Come from the head space, which just goes round and round into the heart space, which slows down and puts more energy into your focus and your intention than your mind could ever begin to hope to empower. And all is well. If you'll take a peace breath, and that just incorporates remembering when you were happiest, when you were in that aha moment, Filled with bliss. So breath in. And on the exhalation, just anywhere, say the word peace and remember. Feeling so good. Peace. And letting that intensify in every cell and every atom. until that peace is intended to hold with you between now and the next work-a-day on Monday. Peace. And with this, call in all your concerns, head and heart. To utilize that grand reset with the law of one. Knowing that our intention for everyone is we just play nice together and we find our happiness as we intended as little children. Intend now that the perfect divine happy solution is for every being, every white hat, every black hat, all filled with divine joy and harmony and healing, especially Vianic. We pray for your uh, pneumonia issues that you recover quickly and all those that are going through health challenges I'm newly on hospice and I'm finding joy there because it's helping me hold peace within my body with the management of pain meds that aren't traumatic at all. So peace for all of us and joy. And this is for all beings that we're intending this happiness. So here we say with the law of one, we are all one. 
And as one is harmed, then all are harmed. Yet as one is helped, then all are helped and healed. And we take our stand about the healing aspect for all by doing it within ourselves. And we give thanks that this is done because we are one with all there is, all beings. And so in the name of who we are, one with all there is, we ask that only the highest good of all concern to happen here throughout all time and space, throughout all the dimensions, throughout all the kingdoms, throughout all the dimensions and potentials, especially the universe within ourselves. And so with this, we give thanks that this is done in the office of the Christ, and we can say, so be it, and so it is. And we are ever so grateful that you're holding the intention 24-7 that this keeps going. Owati, one with all there is. And I hand the talking stick back to you beautiful people for this last Stargate Roundtable. Thank you. Thank you, Angel Sue. That was beautiful. And now we go around the table and see if anybody has got anything to say, talk about, share. As I said, Marita wasn't feeling good. She may join us later. And she may not, but we will hear from her along the way. I'll definitely check in with her. We have a guest later on tonight. Frank Chili is coming on at 10 o'clock bring us up to date on all whatever he's discovered or know more about. So, anyone on the round table like to join? Greetings, everyone. I'll go first. Oh, Randy, good. I think I need to bring to attention what's happening on the Internet. Okay. The absolute onslaught of fear-associated websites, fear-associated postings on many forums, has increased greatly over the last few weeks. They are, I, I am sure that Faction 2 and Faction 1 are absolutely hiring people to do this and become trolls on what we call lightworker websites to raise a ruckus. What we have to do is realize that just ignore them. They think they're doing their job, but our job is to keep raising our own vibration, raising the frequency of ourselves up to raise the frequency of the planet up. Because the planet needs us just as much as we need the planet. We're the caretakers. We're the caretakers of this planet Earth. So be a caretaker. Take care of your own body first. Eat the best possible food you can. Drink the best possible liquids that you can. Take care of yourself. Get enough rest. We need lots of rest because our bodies are going through massive changes, not only on a cellular level, but on a spiritual level as well. So when your body puts you to sleep, puts you a little groggy, go to sleep. 
have that afternoon cat nap, so to speak. Take care of yourselves. As we take care of ourselves, we're going to take care of the planet. We're moving through space at 100,000 miles per hour. People don't realize that. They're not made aware of that. But because our atmosphere is steady, we don't get that feeling. But when you step outside your body in that spiritual world, sometimes you can feel that. So realize that we're all on this journey together. And blaze, anytime you go out, blaze that violet flame everywhere you go. Make it a practice of doing it 24-7. Then that'll help your own energy fields. So with that, I bid everyone a good evening, and we're going to have a good talk tonight. Namaste. Thank you, Randy. That was really good. Anyone else got anything to contribute? Silence. <laughs> well, um, I think, Almina, <laughs> I think you got something to share. You do? Well, let <laughs> me see. What do I have to share? Um, something that would be light. Oh, I don't know what to share. I'm I'm constantly challenged. And okay, I was talking with a friend today, and we were talking about detaching in a healthy way, and how to do that is not to personalize things. Some people have a problem with my energy because it's very strong, and some people will call me up on whatever I'm going to say because. Sometimes they don't quite understand what I'm saying. And of course, in my head, it's all very clear. So then I have to go about trying to, without getting into worrying about having to take care of people, because that pushes me off of my purpose or my soul's purpose. And it's, it's like, you know, it's easy for me to detach, if that can make any sense to anybody, even with my own children when they become a challenge or when they're on their own journey and I don't interfere with it. Some people have judgment around that. Why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? Well, you know, when you have insights to things, you're better off to be supportive there, definitely. I'm there whenever they need me for that. But I'm not, I never was a rescuer. I'm still not a rescuer. I'm never going to be a rescuer. So it's like learning not to personalize because it's easier to detach from all the ego demands that we all have to go through and surrounded by. And we all have the power to choose who we want in our lives, who we don't want in our lives, unless you're super detached. I mean, I mentioned to somebody, if you go down the street and you and you see two men coming up on opposite sides of the walkway, one is dressed in a business suit, the other looks like a homeless person, which one are you going to address? Which one are you going to smile at? Which one are you going to say hello? And of course, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to do the same thing. They're going to because they think the one that's all dressed up and looks really clean, that they're safe. And my thing was, there's no difference between the two. Circumstances are different. 
But if you look for the master soul in them, you're going to see a person. If you smile at them, you don't know you could be making their day. But you don't personalize or have the myth because they're dressed in different clothes, they're better. And we all know that's not true. Maybe we don't all know. But we have a great example at the head of our country who's always dressed up, doesn't change the attitude, doesn't change a lot of things. So that's all I got to say. Always, always, if you come from a place of love and the intention is love, nothing can happen to you. And there's nothing wrong with being kind. It's free. Kindness is free. It doesn't cost anything. And it helps if you start that in your own head every day when you get up. You'll be amazed how much it increases your vibrations. And you look for the beauty everywhere. In nature, we're part of nature. We're animals as well, except we're on the top of the pile and we're the biggest predators that's going. In terms of taking things out on Mother Nature, on all her animals, and hunting them and doing all of those kind of things. I send out love and healing to the animals all the time, whether you're two legs or four legs. I choose to see the beauty in it. I choose to see the beauty in the homeless person or the banker, whichever one. I look for something in everybody that's going to shine back at me. And one place to check that is their eyes. You look at somebody's eyes, it tells you everything about them. To me, it does anyway. And I've always looked for something in everyone that I've liked. That's the first thing I will do is look at Look for something that I like about that person, regardless to how they're dressed. That's my speech for tonight. So, Stitch. Huh? <laughs> uh, my mother used to say when I would say so when I was smaller. Yeah. She'd, she'd look at me and say, Stitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what that means. I do. I have a son the same way. If I say something that, you know, I might say, well, and he might say it's for water, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, well, a different sense of humor, I would guess, really. But we all have our sayings and we all have our myths and we all have our beliefs. And um, And my motto is, I'm not here to change anyone's beliefs i'm here to challenge them that's true yeah that's what i do i challenge them and and it and that's usually a great exchange it's fun to do it's a good way of of um because you can't teach people anything you can just give them the information they can learn whatever they want to learn but you can't really teach them anything because it's their free will choice to learn what they want to learn so it kind of goes that way. And next week I won't be here because I'll be doing exactly that at the Happiness Club in Hartford. I will be there doing the, your story begins here. Mm-hmm. So it's, I was working on that today. It's all going to go from how the soul was born all the way up to the seven healing rays, the seven soul stages, the seven growth stages, the seven types of souls, gifts of the souls, things like that. 
it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun, 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 fun evening that they have in this club in Hartford and 22 Woodland Street from 7 to 8.30. And I'll probably do a PowerPoint presentation, which is a fun one, for half an hour. And then the rest will be open discussion. People will get to ask whatever they want about their soul. And thank God over the gifts that I have, I'll be able to answer them. Okay. So we uh, we can go on to anybody else have anything to say before we go on to Ram and Tara? There's just us chickens here. I think everybody else is kind of. Okay. Well, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> and we will move on to Ram and Tara. See who see who Rama has talked to this past week, and maybe can share with us some really. Fun stuff. Happy fun stuff. Okay. Greetings, everyone. Greetings, Rama. It has been a wild week with the energies pouring in. Uh, and I gotta just say that the dark side are on their last legs. And Everything is moving higher and higher with the energies as spring is moving quickly in. There are parts of the country that are still... Uh, there, it looks like there's snow in the northeast. Yeah, it's looking hairy on the weather channel and it's about the changing of these energies that are going from winter to spring in the Northern Hemisphere. And in the Southern Hemisphere, they're going from summer to fall to winter. And, you know, puts Australia and all of that in the Maybe circle. Australia will cool down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> At the beginning of the week, you remember King of Swords? called you and he said yes harvey weinstein was convicted of two charges of rape on a yet on a lesser level of those charges and he he's he's been taken to rikers but he really didn't stay there he went right to the infirmary hospital yeah he's still in a hospital and rumor has it you know he he knows a lot. And he knows more than they want him to be around to tell. Yeah, because it's like Jeffrey Epstein. And the story encompasses the White House and most of Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, it, involves, it, it involves abuse of the feminine in, yeah. in mostly Hollywood. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of women. And so... Um, and that involves lots of famous people. So very big folks, and and they don't usually put their people in Rikers. They usually put the very poorest of people of color in there, and they torture them and all kinds of things. So that's pretty strange that he ended up there. Yeah. Uh, um, that's the reason. Uh, so we're just going to send more love and light. And there's always an opportunity for someone to, you know, 
forgive themselves, and they can. And Indeed. it's just important for us to remain in unconditional divine neutrality. And as Rama's saying, uh, I mean, they're saying to Rama that they're going to be seeing us in the physical very, very soon. And that has to do with Nasara getting enacted. Uh, and, you know, like we said before, it's been at least 10 years before they discussed that thing, that idea. Uh, not that it was going to happen back then, but that uh, the, the focus is to do that. And um, I was told story here I was talking oh Tom Hartman was talking about this he said back at the plague time of the plague what do they call that plague the, the black, black plague, plague. Uh, it, it gave birth to the renaissance after 30 million people died that's a lot of people Yeah. at that time uh, not that we have to do that and I I just got a, a really strong hit today that um well, let's say that um, the change that we've been working on, uh, Rama met the King of Swords in 1980. Yes. I met Lady Nestor Nada in 1986. And those two are representing the seventh initiation and incarnation of the office of the Christ on the planet leading the way and so what we're saying is that oh you can't quite see what it says but oh okay oh I see I've got to make it bigger later Um, that the divine feminine is what's coming in now yes and so that means the misqualified energies are leaving of the divine feminine. And the energies that are coming in of the divine feminine, there was a suggestion that Natasha made. Or was that, yeah, it was Natasha, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was on, uh, was on, uh, Tuesday. Yes. So let's do that one real quick, Rama. Mm. Natasha said at this point, because of the, uh, this is a pre-planned uh, uh, virus by the deep state. Of yeah, the it's United a bioweapon. They went over there in October, August of 2018, and they uh, got a, a, a a secret laboratory location and they've been you know designer making this and um, with the the intention literally to half the population of the United States just by ourselves Uh, and the thing is is that it's too late you know people have become very aware of taking care of themselves so much more so than ever before and um So Natasha was saying at this point, Lord Rama, it is imperative for everyone to take nano or some form of silver. The Freemark products have a light coating silver. That's and what silver does is it 
boosts your immune system. Yes, and it cleans everything that's not boosting your immune system out. Oh. And it, it makes way for the ability to receive love in the cells. Yes. In the cellular molecular structure uh, of the physical body. And so the other one, uh, and, she, and she said at least twice a day, and use your pendulum to tell yourself which ones you're going to do and how many of thereof. And the other one is royal jelly from the honeybees because that is, um, it's, um, it's, the it's food, good for blood, blood pressure. It's the food the queen bee eats in the hive. Yes, and it, and and to be able to do the work and not get high blood pressure. Yes. And uh, if you're watching that TV a little bit, that's going to be next to impossible. So take some royal jelly, everybody. Uh, it helps to boost the immune system. Yes, and also then there's something called American ginseng. Yes. In particular, and it brings vibrant cellular health. Vibrant. Vibrant, vibrant, vibrant. Uh, and then f- something called full, like fee five full fum, full T T I Tang. T, I think it's T E N G, that last word. It could be T I N G. I, I mean, T I N G. It could be, yeah. T Ting, yeah. I think it's that. Right. Anyway, it's a three, the, the most potent is 350 year old root. And it comes from China, yet. The deal is that the more ancient the root, the more potent it is. So, you again, use your intuition, see what's available, and use that because it literally can bring very much longevity. Yeah. Very much longevity. And then, of course, smile because it works. And look for the magic in the most likely of places and live long and prosper. In the meantime, that day, Dr. Z came on with Natasha. Yes. Dr. Z is a, uh, he's a quantum, quantum physicist. And what, what they say to you, Rama? I used to work at Los Alamos, and they wanted him to start making the um, – Nuclear cores for bombs, and he. This was long before Trump got in, but he got out of there somewhere between the end of the 80s into the 90s. Long time before. Long time. Yeah. And so he's been a faction three white knight ever since and he's been to every underground base under the earth there there is yeah and that's a lot he's told me stories that are right out of a combination of the lord of the rings and the matrix and you know thank god for lord michael's legions that are here and he was along with the galactics have been helping and trapped people and children yes. to escape from that situation. What they have done for the last 12,000 years, oh my God. Yeah. So the plan has been canceled for the dark side. The Arcturians and the Antarians, they are 
here with us with Lord Michael's legions upon legions of angels, and they are all master healers, and they have taken on embodiment. So that yeah, they can they're be walking, walking the West the... Wing along with all the Republicans. <laughs> Not just there, all over the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so um, that's got to do with um, bringing more help because we're getting so close to making the final change. Yes. And this is going to be done without violence. And that's why they're here. And that's why we are so important, because as we continue to embrace love and higher energies and study and learn the truth, they can come in even more and do more, because the consensus there. This is what Dr. Greer is teaching in his latest movie that's coming out April 6th, Peaceful Contact with Consciousness. And then magic can really happen. April 6th is a drop in the bucket away. Yeah. My goodness. That'll be the premiere. Yes. Yeah. Probably in Los Angeles. Yes, at the Regal down in town L.A. Okay, everybody living in L.A., get your tickets. (laughs) That ought to be just so full of magic. Um. Okay, and then um, that uh, energy of Alcyon, the great central sun, uh, and and the light of 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 you know, we might say ten thousand suns. Yes. It's being poured into all the hot spots and troubled spots on Earth. So Rama was saying something here today. Uh, there are people. Rama, you, you received a call. From Mr. X today. Yes. About mid-afternoon. And he said, Lord Rama, this is the final moment where everything changes. The light pouring in from the great central sun, Alcyone, is lifting everything up to the hundredth dimension and higher. Oh, my goodness. There are new energies pouring in from the 26 other galaxies surrounding our Milky Way galaxy all meeting at galactic center, uh, 26, 27 degrees Sagittarius. And there's a, there's a physical um, sphere there. It's called the Hunab Ku. Yes. And that has to do with knowing Mayan calendar uh, energies. It brings in a higher resonance of the heart into all things, permeates all of those 27 galaxies, including ours. And uh, then mm, mm, Mr. X said to you, right, all the made-up stories on, ongoing about Bernie are being created by the deep state with the flagship help of Miss Hillary in an yes. effort to deter people from the truth coming through Bernie and the people. They really... The DNC, along with the deep state, are playing this to the hilt because Bernie represents this fundamental change. As we have universal health care, this coronavirus, you know, everybody gets help. It's not just if you have a good insurance plan. 
everybody gets help, whether they are homeless or they, you know, are rich. Uh, and it makes it very clear this is not socialism that's associated no. with communism. The government doesn't own anybody or anything. And in that socialism compared to the communism, the government owns everything. That's not it. And it's very clear what it means is the redistribution of wealth. The way that the um, the insurance business is operating and and depleting people's you know ability to pay for the insurance, which results in you know sixty seventy thousand people a year dying because they don't have the right access to help and they have to have money to get it that is so rude that's being polite mm. and again last last year the insurance business and their cronies at the top made a hundred billion dollars off of the people's insurance payments and so that's called life out of balance and that has to do also with, you know, when they say that we're down to 3.5% unemployment. Yay. No. You get unemployment insurance for six months, maybe a little bit longer. And then you're taken off of that list. As soon as you're taken off of that list and there's so, there aren't jobs in massive swaths because we exported over 60,000 manufacturing businesses offshore. 60,000 businesses. That's hundreds of thousands of human beings, American millions. Yes. There are millions and millions of people that are not counted when they, when they say what the unemployment rate is. Uh, uh, and and what they're all you're seeing is what the one percent are doing. That's the unemployment. They're not considering those people. Those people do not count at all. And that's really important to comprehend because you know, as you do not comprehend the truth, then there is no way to get to the freedom because you don't even know that you're not free. You're uh, voting against your own best interest here. And so that being said, the DNC is totally compromised at the establishment level. And um, we got to send some light around uh, Elizabeth Warren because she's she's not telling the truth again. She kind of jumped to bed with Wall Street, even though she and Jamie well, Dimon went round and round. Yeah, but it's not... At the core, it's Hillary. It is Hillary. She was completely compromised by Hillary. And Hillary, I'm sorry to say, but it's true, she's just a hologram, and she represents the deep state getting what they want as they want it. So Hillary, um, just really quickly, um, Senator Warren was on CNN last night, and here's uh, uh, there was a person named Jason that was interviewing her there. And he's a top manager for a software company in Charleston. So they were in Charleston, South Carolina. And this person, Jason, is currently supporting Senator Sanders. So anyway, he, he greets uh, um, Senator um, Warren, and she says, 
and and Elizabeth says hi Jason and Jason says hey Senator Warren welcome to Charleston she says thank you and Jason says during the Nevada debate you and every other candidate on the stage except for Bernie indicated that the candidate with the plurality of delegates should not necessarily be the nominee and Elizabeth says mm-hmm then Jason says this essentially means the will of the veterans the voters excuse me can can be denied by the superdelegates and the DNC which is basically undemocratic mm-hmm. and in my opinion it is a bunch of he said baba booey <laughs> to put it politely can you please explain why the will of the voters should not matter as no candidate reaches a majority of delegates so before I go further there was a consensus made by people under duress in other words you either do this way you don't have it at all meaning the DNC backed by the deep the deep state says this is the way it's going to be along with the superdelegates and uh, and again there's good people in those places but the controlling force is the pressure behind that. So there's um, 1,991 votes, uh, delegates, I'm sorry, across the nation. Uh, and so half of that is uh, 996 votes. And as you don't have plus one, 50% plus one. So the deal was that there's seven there's seven in the race right now so it's very possible uh, for instance for Bernie to get 990 delegate votes just an example so as he does not have 996 votes then hi uh, Marita Roberts you're there hi, okay great um, uh, as you do not have 996 votes then you got to go to another place. You got to have another thing happen, and it's mm-hmm. not very good because it takes it out of the hands of the voters, and it puts it into the hands of the superdelegates. Uh, uh, and at the at the actual convention, there's going to have to be another vote, and so each state would get one vote. And so, uh, and then um, there's 32 states that are solid red states, which would mean that the Republicans would win everything, and 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 therefore we'll get four more years of Mr. Trump, and no. nothing would be decided, and uh, and it would make chaos. Uh, so anyway, the thing is that. The, uh, the King of Swords told you today that uh, what Elizabeth said last night. No, this, Mr. X. Oh, Mr. X told you. Okay. Yes. So last night, uh, what Elizabeth's answer to Jason is that, well, Jason asked one more thing. He said, oh, Elizabeth says, so you do know that that was Bernie's position in 2016 uh, meaning that 
the, essentially it means that the, the will of the voters can be denied by the superdelegates and the DNC. And Elizabeth saying, do you know that was Bernie's position in 2016? And then all these people in the audience are pro-Elizabeth and they're all clapping and shouting. And then Bernie says, I mean, Jason says, not necessarily, no. Elizabeth says, yeah. And Jason says, so he won to he won in 22 states and he was trying to continue his sentence. And Elizabeth talked over Jason and said, so that was Bernie's position in 2016, that it should not go to the person who had a plurality vote, not majority, a plurality vote. Like a plurality would be Bernie getting 990 instead of 996. So, and that was back in 2016, and now now we're just giving an example, possibly now. So, and remember, Bernie's last play in 2016 was to superdelegates. So the way I see this, Elizabeth speaking, is you write the rules before you know where everybody stands, and then you stick with those rules. So for me, Bernie had a big hand in, in writing these rules. And here's where the Mr. X said that's not true, and, and Elizabeth knows it. Yeah. So she's being controlled by the deep state to say something that's not true. And, and Mr. X also reminded Rama that CNN is completely controlled by the deep state through the Hillary Clinton on that channel. So. Yeah. Clinton Foundation. Yes, and they funnel the deep state. All those people, when we say deep state, we're talking about that pyramid. And those people in the pyramid, each of them have trillions and trillions of dollars each. Each of them. And it's just from printing money, and they have... They use it for power over. Where did, It's not just from printing money, but what they do is what they sit into that um, box, that pyramid box, is money that they make from something called the futures market, where you bet on the future of unborn children and all of their earning capacity for entire seven generations on to now which means that you've created seven generations, at least 140 years into the future, of slaves. Of all our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, all the way down, seven generations. They've already done that, and they've taken that money and pocketed it. And that's the trillions upon trillions of dollars that they're using to control this. This is really important. All this being said, as Rama's saying, and as the as Mr. X has said to him today, the light is coming in at a level where that that virus, that malintent, that mis, uh, misplaced darkness coming from a place that hasn't got anything to do with the heart, it gets dissolved. Uh, it's kind of a nice way to say it. Uh, it cannot cannot persist in that kind of darkness. Our work is to do and be and act. 
and act with the knowledge and the wisdom that we get here, right here at this round table, this on night at the round table to, you know, coming soon next week. <laughs> okay. So, uh, again, the light pouring in from the great central sun, Alcyon, Mr. X said is lifting everything up to the hundredth dimension. And he said that, uh, Again, this is the final moment where everything changes. And there are new energies pouring in from the 26 other galaxies and that Hunabku heart resonant energy coming through all 27 galaxies at 26, 27 degrees Sagittarius into all of these galaxies simultaneously. All the made-up stories are just that. They're attempts to deter from that light and from freedom uh, for all. And um, Mr. X finally said, please put the people of Turkey and Syria in the circle of support as the United States deep states, the ones that's been bombing them. Erdogan hasn't been bombing them. Syria hasn't been bombing them. Um, uh, and, and Russia hasn't been bombing them. The United States has been doing the bombing. And I've seen footage on RT, and there are little tiny babies with their mothers, and they're frozen to death. It's that cold. They have no shelter, no food, no nothing. That's what's going on right now. So let's send energy and light to that and blaze the violet fire. Anything else, Rama? Not that I can think of. You sure? Yeah. Anybody else want to say something? We got a few minutes. Yes, yes sir. I did, I did post on, on my Facebook page, page a video, video from Dr. Who. who and, and the next show. Randy? Yeah. Is you're, there still an echo now? You're, you were a little bit hard to hear. That's a little better. Go ahead. Okay. Is this better? Yes, please. Okay, there's a doctor out there who's been stopped by YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, everything. He's been posting on what's been happening in Wuhan with the doctors using in injections of vitamin C to the people. <gasps> That's what you they, do. They started this over 10 years ago, treating the flu with vitamin C injections. And oh everyone, he said, I don't make any money from this. I don't know why they're stopping my YouTube channel. I'm just passing along the information. So this is what's happening. They're stopping people from sharing the information of what can fix things. Mm -hmm. That's how desperate they are to try to control it. But it's too late. People are waking up more and more every day. Yeah. There also is a video I was sent in where the fact that, that what they don't tell you about India is the pollution levels in certain parts of India are beyond comprehension. This is a cell phone video of some trucks with garbage pulled up to, it looks like a river or something, and they're just dumping the garbage right into the river that's flowing underneath. You can't even see the water. It's just so full of garbage. Yes. So this is why, this is why we need these higher forms of technology to clean the planet up. Because yeah. she's hurting. She's yes, in, she's 
and Ray, really hurting. while you're at that in India, when President Trump went to India and met with uh, Modi. Prime Minister Modi, um, there was a killing right at that moment. They were hugging and there was a killing going on right down the road and they were killing Muslims. And Modi put this law in that you can't be a citizen of India unless you're not a Muslim. And so the the non-Muslim people were beating to death Muslim people in the streets. And I saw the footage. And it was happening right at the time that they were making a deal. And this is, the United States has to, you know, be exposed at the higher levels because that's, that's just what time it is when, when Mr. X says that the final moment is here now. Accountability for what this country is, well, what the upper, what the deep state is doing in behalf of the people here has to be exposed. So, And the fact that how many other countries are all profiting of war. The profits from war machines is not just the U.S. There's many different countries involved in it. That has to stop. That, that's. I'll just say that we control it because we have 800 military bases and we dictate it through the deep state to those countries. And they're all doing it through the seat of power of the world, which is Washington, D.C. And we're the ones that are, you know, profiting extremely, you know, like... You might say Saudi Arabia is doing it in Yemen, but they're buying our bombs. Yeah, that's the deal. So, yeah, that old order and all the collaboration of control in every part of the world. Not that we all have to clean up our act, you know, you know, right, Randy? That's true. And even even. The people of Britain are saying, you know, we need the Romans to invade again to rebuild our roads. <laughs> so people are That's becoming very aware true. of so many things. It's just the the and the hoarding of stuff is is becoming rampant in every country. You're finding warehouses and warehouses full of food and all the things sent sent to these various countries and they're not being put to the people no yeah lionel was saying uh he's a, a reporter uh he was just saying why are we dropping bombs on people in afghanistan how about building a few schools and hospitals and you know playgrounds and uh you know he was just saying i'm not quite sure what's the matter with this story we wanted to have allies, and we're doing that. You know, it's just like all backwards. So, well, are we ready? Marita is on. Welcome, Marita. Can you I hear me? I sent a note to Don that uh, uh, what our guest is and uh, the number for it in the uh, chat board. Okay. But I haven't heard if he's got him or not. Okay, so are you done, Mama and Tara? Yeah. Yes, and welcome. Okay. 
And Marita, if she wants to speak to us, and I hope you're feeling better, Marita. Well, I was going to get you up to speed first, Marita, that everybody decided on the name, the new name, right. and night at the table. Does Don have your guest? Okay. He's got my still- message. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, that's going to be the new show next week. For anyone that wants to call into Marita, she'll give you the number because I don't have it in front of me because I'm not in my own house. But this is Marita's last night and on Stargate Roundtable. She is retiring from it and going on with her spiritual work, still with Stargate Roundtable, but she's going to be doing her transformational healing. And I'm going to ask her to give the information how you can get a hold of her if you need to do that with her. And also, occasionally, she will come on the show as a guest because I most certainly would like to have her on as a guest to find out more about her transformational healing. And I'm sure you would agree to that, Marita. Okay. Good. So would you like to give out the number in case anybody wants to call in to wish you well on your new venture? Well, my phone number is 317-773-0061. And if anyone wants to do a transformational clearing, that is the number they will uh, they can call and and make an appointment. And the other thing that they um, uh, can use for an email is um, Stargate Marita, M-A-R-I-E-T-T-A at gmail.com. Good. And what about the numbers to call into the station? The numbers to call into the station, uh, if they want to uh, participate in this, uh, this is um, 888-429-5471, 888-429-5471, or another number is 323 323-744-4841. So those are numbers you can call in. Um, Frank Chile is our guest tonight, uh, and he has a lot of information he wants to share. So uh, we'll look forward to uh, uh, getting him on the uh, line here as soon as uh, we're able to reach him. He's here. Good evening, Marita. Good evening. Good evening. Glad that you're here, and everybody... Uh, this is Frank Chile. You have had, uh, we've had him on before, and he always has so much information to share. And he's so busy; everybody wants him to come and speak at their conferences. And I, I don't know when you've got time to do anything else. It looks like you're just going to be a traveling man. It looks that way, Marita. But it's always a joy to share, and it's such a delight. I consider it an honor and a privilege to be able to share tonight with you and your audience. And I'd like to to begin with. Uh, the news that I shared with you over the phone that uh, I spoke to Bob Wood this week, and uh, he is the uh, editor of Bill Tompkins' first book, uh, Selected by Extraterrestrials, and um, Bill had left a a tremendous amount of notes behind before he had uh, made his transition and went upstairs, so to speak. 
and uh, Bob has volume two about ready to be released within the next four to six weeks, and um, they're working on volume three. So uh, Bill's story is going to continue to come out, Bill Tompkins' unique story. And the name of the book, so that they can look for it? Selected by Extraterrestrials, Volume 2. Okay. He'd written the first book that uh, he was one of 500 people who had been selected to come here by uh, our star uh, visitors to help uh, move things forward technologically and with advances in in, uh, uh, different technologies, including uh, uh, not only aircraft but spacecraft. And he did design work on craft that are being used by Solar Warden by the U.S. Navy that are 17 kilometers long, 15 miles in length. They could hold up to 50,000 people. And he had been working on these designs dating back to 1952. And he said, Frank, we have the ability of going from Earth to the center of our galaxy using current technology that we're using in 45 minutes. And he said the new... uh, group of uh, craft that he was working on up until the time he left us was going to be using a propulsion that was faster than light. And he said, you know, there's something that is faster than light. And I said, no, there could be only one thing that's faster than light. And he said, and I said to him, it's thought. You could think of the furthest place of the galaxy or the universe and be there instantly. And he said, that's what they were working on. The next group of craft that were being built for Solar Warden that he had designed uh, were going to be utilizing thought propulsion, and there's a physicist by the name of Jack Sarfati out in California, out in uh, San Francisco. He's got a remarkable website called stardrive.org, and he had come out with uh, 24 pages of equations. I'm connected to him through LinkedIn via another physicist, and he uh, these 24 pages of equations, Maretta, uh, incorporate uh, thought propulsion utilizing metallurgy with awareness and consciousness. And I wrote to him and I said, Dr. Safadi, I said, could this be the means that the visitors are using to travel vast distances? And he said, absolutely. And he said, share it. He said, we could back engineer their craft. He said, however, we can line atoms the way that they do. And he said, we're working on it now. And he said, they've had the ability to use thought propulsion, which is faster than light to traverse anywhere that they want to go. And he said, that's what we're going to have next. And he's proposing all these incredible things on his website, Merida, called stardrive.org. I would recommend your, your uh, listeners and, to and check I'm, it out. I'm he- hearing right now that he does want to uh, come through and talk with us, too. So that's something that that's we can wonderful. look forward to. Yes. That, that would be really remarkable. He's been on the History Channel. He's been on the Discover Channel. Uh, he's been talking about the uh, Navy Tic Tac uh, um, the saucers that they call them Tic Tacs, and he said the way that they move is they're actually being propelled by thought. He said that's where they can go from one place to another place. It looks like they blink out and then they come back again. It's really remarkable stuff. It really is. And I happened to meet someone else through my lectures who uh, is working with a large European company in nanotechnology, and he said uh, what they're doing with nanotechnology is absolutely remarkable. He said they are creating uh, new alloys and new metals that have consciousness. And he said when you go into the lab where these new metals and new alloys, alloys are created, if you come in and you're a bad, in a bad mood, they will reflect 
your bad temperament, and they'll show like colors of uh, uh, dark red and like brown and just really dark murky colors. If you come in and you're in a very positive state of mind, they'll reflect a beautiful hue of uh, blue, a beautiful color blue. And he said, Frank, we're learning everything has consciousness. But he told me something else remarkable, Meretta. He said uh, he has been working with other large nanotech companies, and he said our biggest problem right now is that we have to uh, alert our employees that they're going to be working side-by-side with star visitors. And he said Mm -hmm. right now they're working with star visitors at uh, the Mayo Clinic. And he said uh, they were assisting us in coming up with uh, solutions to major, major diseases in this uh, in this world. And he said they're working with other institutions as well. But he said uh, we're going to be working side by side with these star visitors. And he said they're very loving beings. They're very kind and considerate. And he said they're here to help us. They're here to assist us. So he said we have to uh, bring employees into our companies with the uh, understanding that you're going to be working side by side with visitors from other worlds. And well, you know, <clears throat> with all the challenges we've got in the world right now, we could sure use some good help. Absolutely. I totally agree with you, Marietta. And he said that uh, he's got it on, on really, really uh, straight uh, terms from other major corporations in the world that they are working alongside these visitors, working very quietly with them, and they're helping open up doors that are going to help to benefit, benefit us tremendously. Mm. He's very well, positive been about it. It's a long time, haven't we? A long time, yeah. And he said <laughs> that we're being prepared for it. He said you'll notice that with uh, programs uh, on t- TV like History Channel, Ancient Aliens, uh, they now move from Friday night to Saturday night. And the Project Blue Book uh, series, one of the episodes they had last year talked about them having the ability for teleportation back in the fifties. I mean, what they're doing is they're putting little clues out there. They're planting seeds that we've had this ability and technology and, and an awareness for a very long period of time. Wow. Well, you know, I've, uh, I've been told that I have a new assignment, but I don't know what it is. So maybe I'll get to work with some of these, uh, some of these beings. That would be certainly well, be fun. I wouldn't be at all surprised. I wouldn't be at all surprised. Matter of fact, I heard a, a recent interview with uh, Craig Campabasso. He was interviewed yes. by George Nori on uh, Gaia TV about Thor, yes. and it's a wonderful, wonderful um, segment. I would recommend your audience tune in and listen to it. It's about maybe 40, 45 minutes long, and he is so ready to move forward with the full-length motion picture about Thor. He said, I have the storyline, everything down. He knows who to cast in the movie. He said he's just waiting for the right time for this to move forward. And George Norrie said, I thought the Valiant Thor had left. And, you know, many people think that he had left the Earth in 1960. He didn't leave the Earth. He left the Pentagon. His work has never stopped here on this planet. And Craig Campobasso says whenever he shows his uh, short film, uh, Stranger at the Pentagon, which won uh, quite a few awards, people come up to him after the movie and they say, Mr. Campobasso, We've met him, and he looks the same in the photographs that were taken behind Howard Menger's house in, in 1957. Mm. He doesn't age. And mm-hmm. he said so many people have told him 
stories of them actually seeing Valiant Thor, and he wears Earth clothes, civilian clothes, so he could pass mm-hmm. among us and people wouldn't even recognize him. Mm-hmm. But he's never given up on his mission. And why people would think that Valiant Thor left when he uh, so strongly wanted to have the responsibility for helping uplift awareness and consciousness on this planet, he's never stopped. He continues to work, and he's not going to give up on this mission. This mission is going to see full fruition, and uh, he's dedicated to, to that. And he asked the hierarchy for that responsibility, and he gave it to Amaretta. And, you know, he's working behind the scenes. There's a lot of things that are being done. People may not feel that way, but there's a lot of positive things happening behind the scenes. That's encouraging. <laughs> it is. We, it is. We see all the the stuff going on, and it seems like it um, uh, doesn't seem like we're moving forward very much, but it's all behind the scenes, I guess. It is. It is. You know, uh, with some of the lectures that I've done, people have reached out to me via email, and I've gotten some interesting emails. I got one from a fellow in Florida who had an experience back in the late 70s. He was walking along a beach uh, in southern Florida, and he said a man came up to him wearing a bathing suit and started talking to him about the cosmos and about the stars. And he said he it was clear to this, this person, uh, we'll call him Michael, that um, he was not from here. And Michael said he shared a lot of information with him, and he said, Frank, when I heard your lecture, uh, I had recorded a lecture with uh, the local MUFON uh, group here in the Philadelphia area, and it was posted mm-hmm. on the Internet. And he said, this fellow told me things back in the late 70s that now you're, you're sharing with people in public. And he said, I wanted to thank you. He said, for validating. He said, I thought I was hallucinating by meeting this man <laughs> on the beach. Mm-hmm. Then I got a, uh, another email from a fellow who, him and his father are both in the Navy, and are both parts of Solar Warden. They're working off-planet. And he was happy to hear what I shared about Bill Tompkins and about the Rockwell chart of how we're like a thousand years in advance of what the public knows. And he said, uh, I'm working with the same star group that my father started working with when he was in Solo Warden. He said, my father was allowed to lay down roots. And he said, I was allowed to be uh, born into his family. But he said, uh, the star beings I'm working with told me that I can't lay down roots on Earth. And he said, I'm going to be working amongst the stars. So him and his father are both part of Solo Warden. And he sent me a beautiful email telling me that uh, this is indeed true. It is ongoing. And we are out and working amongst the stars with some of these uh, star civilizations. And it was just really nice to hear this. And um, some of these people don't want to go public with it, but they admit things to you candidly, privately, that they just are happy to know that this information is getting out there so what's your feeling about when it will be more, I mean, is it imminent now? Well, I was told by, um, I may have mentioned this to you once before, that the physicist who got me uh, introduced to Dr. Sarfati told me that uh, Sarfati and a group of other physicists are part of a nucleus that are going to verify the uh, when uh, the... Uh, existence of the visitors is made known, they're going to be brought forward to validate the, uh, the visitor's technology, that it indeed exists, that uh, we can back engineer it, but we still can't align atoms the way they do. But he's supposed to be part of that team, and I was told that he was shown the memory metal that was recovered at Roswell that looks like aluminum foil, and you could crush it up in your hand, 
and open up your hand and it strains out again without any wrinkles. And it can't be, uh, um, uh, it can't be uh, damaged by either lasers or by acid. It can't be creased. It can't be cut or torn. It always remains in its uh, original shape after you crush it. And apparently he has been shown that. And with him coming out with these 24 pages of equations talking about uh, uh, thought propulsion, uh, I think he's getting the public prepared for what's going to be uh, revealed. And Robert Bigelow was told to build four warehouses in Las Vegas. And your audience could go online and look up uh, Bigelow Aerospace, and they'll see the buildings that he has built in Vegas. And it's got the symbol of uh, a star being on the side of the building. And he was told to build these buildings, and they were going to be filled with crash retrieval wreckage from all over the world, including their memory metal that people could, you know, handle and play with themselves. And that when uh, the uh, disclosures made, people will be able to go into these warehouses and see the crash retrieval uh, wreckage for themselves and see what had been recovered over the last 40, 50, 60 years. Um, it's also been said, too, that um, the crop circles that are, are continuing to astound science all around the world are teaching these physicists advanced physics, that they're being taught some of the principles that our star friends utilize and are being shown to them in the symbology of the crop circles. So they're paying very serious attention to it. I mean, it's, it's really, really uh, remarkable how everything seems to be ratcheted up. And I asked this friend of mine, I said, who's really pushing this agenda? Is it the military? Is it uh, technology corporations? Is it the intelligence agencies? Is it the government? And he said, Frank, give me 24 hours and I'll get back to you. He called me 24 hours later and he said, you'll never guess who's pushing the agenda for full disclosure. And I said, who? And he said, the visitors. They're the ones that are pushing the agenda for us to become made aware that we're part of a, a star family, a mm -hmm. cosmic family, and they want to mm -hmm. interact with us. So I think all these things are in preparation for what is yet to be revealed. And well, I feel positive about by it. The people I'm talking to. Coming on here to help people to understand that this is what's going on and you know, we don't know um, what our new assignments are going to be yet. So that... Uh, and, and we're all being awakened. Women are mm -hmm. telling me that they have been, ever since the first year, they're feeling such an influx of energy and heightened awareness. It's being revealed to them why they're here, what their mission is about, and who their star family members are. And mm -hmm. uh, they, they also tell me, now none of these women know each other, but they're telling me basically the same story they're at it. They're telling me they're spending 60 to 70% of their awareness at the new heightened awareness level. They're only spending maybe 20, 25, 30% at this level of awareness. And they said they can't say anything to their husbands or boyfriends because they don't understand. The husbands and boyfriends don't understand or not ready to hear it. And I say to these women, I said, what is it that you're seeing? And they said, Everything we were told to expect, we will see in beautiful reality and without any problems, without any uh, disease or uh, illness or aging or nothing like that. And I say to each of them, I say, how do you see it occurring? And Marietta, every one of them gives me the same answer. They said it's all going to occur within the twinkling of an eye. You'll be at wow. this level of awareness, you'll blink your eyes, <laughs> and you'll be at the new level. 
everything is perfect. And none of these women know each other, but they're all being given this glimpse of what it's going to be like. Wow. And these, are, uh, these women are very sober women. They're very serious. They said they never thought that they would be playing a role or a function like this, but they said they, they've been awakened, and it's been said that the feminine aspect of the deity has gone into greater activation than ever before, and they've been really feeling it since the first of the year. Well, and you know it's just been really, really brought out in the last uh, uh, few weeks here about the uh, the woman that did a lot of the math that uh, they first yeah. used when they were doing it by hand, and that's been honored, yeah. so that was a woman too. That certainly was. It certainly was. She was 102 years of age, 102 years of age. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something I wanted to, to, to uh, share with you, but I also wanted to let your audience know that they could, if they have any questions, please, I'd be happy to answer any questions to the best of my ability. Uh, this is a time to be in great uh, celebration and jubilation for what it is that we're going to be experiencing. And every one of these people are telling me, Frank, they don't see anything negative. They see all positive aspects of what's going to be occurring. Just to be and those on, the pan- those on the panel here uh, can just write me a note when you're ready to speak if you have a question, too, as sure, well as yes. our I'd listeners. I'll give the number out again for the um, listeners to call in and ask uh, Frank questions here, uh, 888-429-5483. Four four two nine five four seven one. A second number is three two three seven four 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 eight four one. Three two three seven four 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 eight four one. So, um, call into the station there. And if uh, is there anybody on the the panel here that wants to ask Frank a question before, while we're taking a uh, extra break right here? Frank. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Rick. Frank, uh, I like. Good to evening. Know, good evening. My name's Randy. I was many years involved in the automotive field, and I was part of a team who helped invent a very simple additive to end automobile pollution, and that's how I found out how crooked the entire thing was. I'd like yeah. to know what Jack and his team or teams are working on to revolutionize the automotive industry because it's such a big part of our lives to end the pollution. What We can't go electric because there's all sorts of problems with that too. So what's... Well, there's, the there's, there's two answers. I, I have two answers for you. First of all, I met some uh, engineers from India who told me that the greatest advances in technology for solar energy is now occurring in Delhi, India. And they said they have designed solar panels as small as a credit card that are more efficient than large three and four foot solar panels. And they said the efficiency is so great that the city of Shanghai, China has chosen they're going to convert the entire city to solar energy. Now, if Shanghai can do that, any city in the world can do that. Okay. The uh, other aspect I wanted to share with you is a U.S. inventor got a patent for a new type of battery it's much more efficient than lithium. It's safer than lithium. It's uh, made using five substances that are easy to combine. And he said it's going to provide 
a 350-mile driving radius, and to recharge it uh, takes less than two minutes. Is it Tesla's inquiring about it? General Motors, Mercedes, BMW, uh, it's going to open up all new doorways. In this area here that I live in, in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, there's a chain of convenience stores called Wawa, and they've started to build charging stations of 8 to 10 charging stations for every gas station that they put up. They know what's coming. They're preparing their stations to handle not only uh, gasoline sales, but also the recharging of electric vehicles. And everybody's astounded by it. They said, why are they doing this now? Well, they're very aware, they're very prescient that what's coming is going to be the need for having charging stations for these vehicles. So this, uh, this U.S. inventor who got a patent for this new form of battery, it takes less time to recharge than it takes to fill up your tank, less than two minutes. And it gives you a 350-mile driving radius, and there's no pollution from it. I mean, that's a game changer. And what's happening so in it, India... With so the it's electricity panels, that they're using to charge it it's with? It's a battery. It's ba- yeah, they're charging a battery. It's lithium, well, it's not a lithium battery. It's, uh, I'm, I'm using the name lithium, but it's a whole different new substance. It's much safer and more efficient than lithium. So do we still need the huge size of batteries? That's the no. other thing, because a lot no, of the... You will, not, thing is, you will not need a huge array of batteries for all that added weight. I mean, what this guy got a patent for is a true game changer. I was talking to an engineer from Google. He told me that Google is hiring 160,000 engineers a year. He said the number of products that they've applied for patents to be revealed to the public is close to 4 million new products. You know, they came out with the uh, translator buds. You could be speaking to me in English and I could hear you in Arabic or I could hear you in, in Mandarin. It, it has the ability of uh, translating 24 different languages almost instantaneously with a 98, 99% uh, accuracy rate and the translation buds are only $225. I mean, it's going to improve the ability of us to be able to communicate with one another. And I mean, can you imagine the technology that went into that? I mean, we're on the cusp of some really, really remarkable technology. I had mentioned that's that off, before. That's off-world technology for sure, because many years ago I met a scientist who said, look, we, we're trying to reverse engineer what we believe is what's called the universal translator. He says, but we yeah. just don't know enough about it. And this, and this was in the 90s. So imagine what yep. they've done since then. Yes. I had mentioned to Meretta before in her audience that uh, I knew the senior physicist at Lockheed here in Morristown, New Jersey. And he told me, Frank, he said, the difference between the black of technology and what the public knows is 65 years. He said the things that are going to be revealed and released to the public are remarkable and are all positive. Our biggest challenge is our sociological progress has to meet our technological progress. That's the big key. That's the challenge. I mean, we could all benefit from this. We have to set aside ego and, and personality to, to want to control things and, and the greed factor. We could all benefit from Mm-hmm. I mentioned before about this company in California. I, I, I've met so many interesting people that told me of advances in the pharmaceutical industry. They said, I was talking to one engineer. He told me he was at a conference in Southern California, and a Southern California company has developed a serum uh, where they can replicate DNA from stem cells and create a serum 
and people that are blind, they can inject the serum into the eye and they have full vision again. And I said to this uh, this uh, uh, researcher, I said, how long does it take to formulate the serum? He said, less than two weeks. I mean, that's a major game changer. And there's a company mm-hmm. in California called Genentech, which has 20,000 world patents. They have 147 world patents on uh, extending the telomere gene. As we age, the telomere gene recedes. Well, mm-hmm. they have developed a pill very similar to what Bill Tompkins was talking about to rejuvenate the body. They're talking about 150 to 300-year lifespans, and this supplement starts working within 30 days. Men above the age of 35 will regress to 35 years of age. Women above the age of 25 regress to between 23 to 25 years of age. There's only three things that nullify it, alcohol, tobacco, and narcotics, drugs. And Mm -hmm. they were recently purchased by Pfizer for $15 billion. So these things are, are, the technology is there. It's just waiting for the release of all this to the public. I mean, uh, reversing aging and having no illness and lifespans of 150 to 300 years of age, and all I have to give up is nicotine, alcohol, and, 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 and drugs, narcotics. So what, who what won, who they, vote for that? So what are they going to do to, uh, will people need food or will they be moving oh, beyond that you'll still need food. and not you'll necessary? Still need food, but your, your organs will all be rejuvenated, but you'll still need to, you know, power the body. But you want to power it with nutrition and not poisons. Mm-hmm. And but I heard the, it within uh, what, 30 well, the days, is, it starts to do I, it within 30 days. If all of these, we have all these people staying, and uh, how do we feed them? If, uh, I mean, do they still need to have food like we do now, or are they going to be living on manna or whatever? Well, I'm sure they'll still need food as, as we will, as we require food now. However, we could create efficiencies with the food chain, and we could create things that are more nutritious without using GMOs and things like that. You know, uh, I saw on... Nova, that they discovered under the Sahara Desert, an aquifer almost as large as the Sahara Desert. It's about a 1,000 feet underground, and the water is so pure, there's not even bacteria. You know what that means? That means that they could flower the entire Sahara Desert with this water. It's amazing. It's really, really mm. amazing. Here's, uh, I saw also on Nova this uh, woman who is... Uh, a graduate from University of Alabama, she can uh, she created a new type of camera lens system using uh, frequencies to penetrate into the ground, and they used it on uh, uh, they put it up in the satellite. And the first country that they tried it on was Egypt, and they showed what's still buried under Egypt that has not yet been recovered. And Meredi, take a guess of what is yet still buried under the ground that has not been. Uh, uncovered yet. Some of these things are two and three hundred feet under the ground. Some of them are about a quarter mile under the ground. Some of them Ships. are greater in Egypt. Some of them are greater than the Great Pyramid of Cheops. Some of the pyramids. Take a take a guess. What percentage, based on hundred percent of what uh, we know of of uh, what's been unearthed in Egypt, what is yet still uncovered? Take a guess. Eighty percent. That's what it is. It's eighty percent. They said archaeologists are so excited. They said they're going to have work for hundreds of years uncovering all these temples, <laughs> and the temples are intact. 
And, and mm-hmm. the pyramids are intact. They've been guarded by the sands for all these centuries. And you may have heard within the last two weeks, the temperatures in, in Antarctica have hit 70 degrees, multiple places uh, on the continent. And they said that the, uh, I think it's called the Pine Island, the Pine Island Glacier is receding at the rate of 35 feet a day. And that glacier is almost two miles thick. I mean, it's and just so, unbelievable. So do you, do you think then that, um, is there land underneath uh, this Definitely. in Antarctica, or is it going to not be there? No, what, there's, what there's land underneath that ice. There's land underneath that ice. And, you know, the, uh, the talk about the uh, alien uh, civilization that they found there, that's still going to be brought forward to the public, but they want to do it in a way that's not going to add to either uh, political uh, 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 no political interest, not uh, Democrat or Republican, conservative, liberal. They're having National Geographic film what's being discovered down there to be able to present it so it's uh, non-invasive and doesn't offend anybody's sensibilities. I heard it's going to be in the three or four phases. The first phase is going to be that it's an advanced civilization that was on Earth that were much more in advance of us. The second part was going to be disclosing the technologies that they found and some of these technologies are just so advanced they're like a million maybe two million years in advance of anything that we know and the third phase is going to be that how they interacted with other uh, star systems and in the fourth phase it's going to be that they were star visitors who came here and built that in Antarctica mm-hmm. before there was ice mm-hmm. so all, all this is yet to be uh, revealed and, and to come out, but it's moving forward. You know, you may think nothing is happening, but things are happening behind the scenes. And the people that I talked to, they said, they're joyful. They said, we're going to be in such a golden age of wonderment, enlightenment, new technology, new ways of doing things, and greater health, no disease, none of that. It's only Frey? Right. Right? Yes. I was just going to say, um, you mentioned Google a way back. Is there a whole bunch of changing of hands with the influence of the, you know, this is being pushed, but you said by the, you know, the galactic. So, yes, yes. Yeah, that's my question. Yes. yes. And those who are here for benevolent interests of mankind are star families. And these women who've been awakened, they're meeting star families and they see that they've come from other star systems and volunteered to be down here at this time for the work that they're involved in. And none of these women know anything about that, but they've all been awakened to it now and are meeting with their stress now. And guess what they look like? They look like us. They look like us. Good. (laughs) 95% of the galactics have human DNA, duh. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. I was going to say, Frank, you know... um, um, this is so is so exciting because um, we don't have to spend much time, you know, just, you know, they get arrested, they get frog marched off the stage and all of this is here. I mean, it's, it's just like shrink the old stuff and move it without a do and bring yeah. it on. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Bill Tompkins used to tell me, he said, Frank, he said, there are other planets that have no earthquakes, no hurricanes, no adverse weather. He said, 
they're beautiful places. And he said, Earth could be that way too. And he said, it's all mental attitude. If we change our attitude about how we treat one another and how we look upon one another, we could all benefit from all these things. Yes. I think I told you that his, his, his mother looked unlike any of her sisters, okay? And Bill would say, my mother was so different from all of her sisters. And I said, Bill, I said, I got the impression that your mother was a Nordic. And he said to me, Frank, my mother was a Nordic. <laughs> and he said, I am one of 500 children who was, was given birth here by Nordic women who volunteered to be down here to bring us into doing the work that we needed to do down here. And, and he came forward with his life story. And there's more yet to be revealed. Yes. And I don't think his mother went through transition. I think his mother went upstairs. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. He said, he said, my mother loved to dance. She loved to laugh. She loved to be joyful. She didn't like to be around anything that was really glum and down and, you know, uh, morbid or anything like that. He said, my mother would always love to dance and frolic and, and keep everybody's interest and level high, not, not low. She said, he said, he said, she was a delight to my brother and I. She brought so much joy into our lives. Mm-hmm. But he didn't admit that to anyone else. He admitted to me that my mother was a Nordic, and I had no reason to doubt it, none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and maybe we, we should explain what is a Nordic. It's people that look like us, that are from other star systems, and Bill, when he was working at every one of the think tanks he worked at, whether he worked for Lockheed or he worked for uh, Douglas or uh, Grumman, there was always two women and one man there. The two women were female space beings, looked just like Earth women, and they would be working with him and they would communicate with him telepathically. And the man who was there was a star man, a star being a male, who was there to protect two women because they were so lovely. Uh, in case you know any anybody had any uh, interest in creating any harm or hurting them in any way, he was there to protect them. And Bill mm-hmm. said wherever he went, that was the ratio. Two women and one man, and the man was there to protect the two women, and the two women were there to give him... Uh, he said he would get a, a flash of light in his mind's eye, and he said... He would see whatever the project was that they gave him. He would see it in total clarity. And I said, Bill, does it look like a, a hologram to you? He said, no. He said it was at a more detailed level. And I said, well, what level were you seeing it at? He said, they would put the vision in my mind. I would see things at like an integrated circuit level. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And he had that gift and talent up until the day he passed. He was still working on uh, off-planet craft for the Navy. Uh, and some of the uh, designs that he worked on are are being built to this day. Just really amazing. Was he about 84 well, when he passed? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Well, Is, was he about 84 years old when he made his transition? Nine, he was close to 95. To close to 95. Okay. He was close to 95, yes. And, Repeat and he would again. say... 
Frank, Sorry. repeat again who you're speaking of. His name is William Tompkins, and he wrote a book right. called Selected by Extraterrestrials. And okay. volume one is available. Volume two is going to be coming out within the next four to six weeks, according to Bob Wood, he's the editor, and they're working on book three. Just more astounding information that's going to be coming out. And you might, uh, when when that does happen, maybe we could post it or make sure that it gets announced. Sure. Can I email the information to you? Sure. Do that. I'll, I'll certainly, I, I certainly will do that. He said that uh, uh, everything is complete. He said, I just see a four to six week time period before it's going to be. You wonder if that will coincide Tompkins, with some other. It could very well be. It could very well be. And and Bob Wood worked at Douglas Aircraft in their secret think tank for 43 years. He didn't know that there was a more secret think tank that Bill Tompkins was working in until they met years later. And Bill Tompkins told them the people that he worked with at McDonnell Douglas that Bob Wood knew, because he's a physicist, he graduated from Cornell. Both him and Jack Sarfati graduated from Cornell University in upstate New York. And Bob realized that there was a more secret think tank than he was made aware of when he was working at Douglas Aircraft. It's phenomenal. But, you know, the day of secrets is over. Everything is going to be coming to light. Everything is going to be coming to light. And we should be excited and happy about it. God, it's such a relief. I was going to ask you, can we get to that comp, uh, that interview by George Nury with Compa Basso? And I found it. Yes. Oh. Uh, did you find it? Okay. Maybe if you could post yeah. it so other uh, listeners Give could also. It's an incredible interview. Yeah. It was probably probably done about maybe a month ago, three weeks or a month ago. Was it a month ago, Rama? Um. It could be. Maybe, may, well, anyway, if you've got Gaia TV and you think it was about a month ago, what, you just got to look up an uh, interview by George Nury with Compabasso on Gaia TV, and right? And it's, it's, it's also posted on YouTube. It's also posted on YouTube. Oh. Marietta, if I send you the link, can you distribute it? Okay, I can get it. Okay, yes. I'll send you the link, and it's on YouTube. And it's George Norrie interviewing Craig Campobasso for about 40 or 45 minutes. Okay. It's really remarkable. Well, we've had and you know, uh, Craig, Craig, Craig many is. times, but he's been so busy lately. He said, I, I mean, he's just been too busy that he uh, hasn't wanted to take time uh, to do it, because he's been, been on here many times. So I know, yes. And you know how truthful and honest he is. I mean, my God. And he said, he said, Frank, he said, people have to stop despairing. Be aware of what's happening in the world, but don't let it break your focus from moving forward. Everybody tells me that. And it's true. You know, exactly. we always have to be keep moving forward. We're aware of what's happening. There's a lot of games out there. There's a lot of nonsense. We're watching the last dance of the tyrants, and it's like <laughs> musical chairs. They've run out of music, and they've run out of chairs. <laughs> and, you know, they know that they've lost. And the light knows, and our star family knows that we've won. And it's just a question of that, that our consciousness is being nudged into that wakefulness. Let's say it mm -hmm. that way. Because we're all going to benefit. We're all going to benefit. We all chose to be here at this point. 
it's a tremendous graduation. It's a tremendous birthing. It really is. And, you know, we're all here for that, to bear witness to it. And I know it's a test. It's really a test. But we should be happy and joyful that we know that the light and truth wins. And if you were to give our listeners maybe some um, some practices they could do or some attitudes that they could have that would help each one of them individually and... Uh, well, I would say uh, study... Uh, the, uh, the uh, what is it, the beatitude of grace. I think that's what we all need to incorporate into our lives, grace. And I'll be happy mm-hmm. to give you my email address. If people want uh, connections to any of this, I'll be happy to provide it to them. My email is my name, which is prankchilly, C-H-I-L-O-E, at hotmail.com. But I will send you the link to Craig's uh, interview with uh, George Norrie and I recommend your audience take a look at the uh, uh, Jack Sarfati uh, Stargate.com, uh, Stargate.org. It's one word, Stargate.org. It's got all cutting-edge information on there and some incredible photographs. And You know, it's, it's laying the foundation for what's going to be made more public. It really is. Mm-hmm. We live in exciting times. We live in such exciting times. And, Marita, would you send that link Tara and Rama, would you do that? Sure, I will do that. Thank you. And is that part of the beyond? Beatitudes, the the beatitude of grace. The attitude of grace, wow. Beatitudes. Oh, beatitudes. Beatitudes, yeah. Singular, okay. Yes. (sighs) Because we need to incorporate that into our life. Because, you know, we have to extend our hand of love and forgiveness to those that were ignorant. And because we could all walk into the light together, hand in hand. Absolutely. And that's what our cosmic family wants. Our cosmic family wants that. They want us all to walk into light. And, you know, when we talked about the uh, images that uh, uh, Sly Winkler did of the star beings, they wanted their portraits painted so that when they uh, make themselves known to us here on Earth, that we'll be able to recognize them by name. And they want to hug and embrace us, and there's going to be tremendous cheers of joy that we're finally reunited with our cosmic family. Hmm. The love has never ceased. Frank, I was just going to say that so many people over the years have been saying, when, 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 Time is now. It's now. It's now. Now, now, now. It's as we speak. Yep, it's as we speak. You know, the things I'm sharing with you are things that are really occurring in real time. And I'm not making it up. These are things that are being brought to my attention, and I'm bringing it to your attention because we need to be aware of these things. A lot of this stuff is not being put out on official news sites, but it is occurring behind the scenes. Yeah. Marit, if there's anybody else who has questions or, or uh, would would like uh, further uh, details on any, any things I've spoken about, I'm more than open to try to address some. I know we have a short amount of time. Okay. Uh, and I'll give out the number again for, for you to call in and ask questions. Uh, you can, uh, Everybody put your bands off or turn them away because there's a 
big noise. Thank you. 888-429-5471. Call in and ask questions. Uh, 323-744-4841. 323-744-4841. So those are a couple that you can call in and actually ask questions in person. Um, you can and I'll email give my me. email address again. I'll give my okay. email address if people want to contact me. It's, again, my name, Frank, and it's just uh, Frank Chile, C-H-I-L-L-E. No uh, space or no uh, uh, period between the first and last name at hotmail.com, and it's all lowercase. Okay. Just exciting times, really, really exciting times, and 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 only God knows what's all going to be revealed that's going to be uh, occurring in an article with all right. that ice melting. It's really, really <laughs> something. I, I, Frank, I, saw I have a question. TV. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, you said that Pfizer was working on this and then had already an anti-aging pill. So, no, it's Genentech. Genentech. Oh, Genentech. Okay, so. How are they going to bring these things out to the public at a cost that everyone can afford? Because there's so many people right now, they can't even afford $1,000 a month They're being overcharged for insulin, for example. I think these things are going to be so inexpensive. Randy, I'm hearing uh, a lot of wind noise or something. Yeah, you've yeah got I hear that too. It sounds like wind. It's Randy. I think he's got his fan. If you could turn the fan okay. away, it could be everybody could hear better. Okay, Randy. Yeah, I just shut the fan off. It, it's quiet now. <laughs> yep. But uh, from what I understand, the uh, ingredients of it are very, very simple. And having 147 patents on uh, telomere extension is remarkable. They're they're the world leader in it. And Bill had said that he said. TRW, he worked at TRW when he developed uh, a tablet to rejuvenate the people that were part of Solar Warden, where they would go upstairs and they would be working and they would be uh, like in their mid to late 20s. And he said he had three friends that were part of Solar Warden and they would come to visit him in San Diego once every 20 years. And he said, Frank, they did not age one day. And he said they would come back to Earth they were given an opportunity and they were given a choice if they wanted to come back and stay on Earth or continue to live and work amongst the stars. And he said they would come to visit him at different times. They would not all come at the same time. They would come to visit him and he told him, we have the choice of either being here or being upstairs. And he preferred being upstairs. But they would come mm -hmm. and visit him once every 20 years. And he said, Frank, they mm -hmm. never changed. They were always in their late, uh, mid to, to late uh, 20s in appearance. Mm. And TRW had developed that that ability to rejuvenate the uh, organs of the body, uh, and it worked within 30 days. And Genentech is doing it within 30 days too. And you know, there's so much research that, that's come out of the the stem cell and and yeah. um, and all of this. I mean, uh, I know one uh, one doctor that has been working with with a lot of this, and he. This company, instead of having, uh, it's like making specific things so that it gets the whole body, 
rather than just maybe one spot or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. he said, it's really exciting to see what what's being done there. I was talking, Meredith, to a software engineer who lives in Cherry Hill, and he told me that um, a friend of his who's an engineer at MIT had gotten a patent for creating nanobots to go into the body to repair broken bones. He said MIT is working on devices at the nano level that are smaller than a cell to go into the body to fight cancer and other diseases. He said we're on the cusp of Star Trek medicine. He said the advances are occurring so quickly. But we've got to get rid of the the dark side or those things don't get to come out. Well, I believe that more and more of that is being quarantined. And, you mm-hmm. know, we could not do it ourselves. Our friends upstairs, right. that's, that's their work. That's, that's their work. Right. Yeah. But yes, we have right. to have the attitude that we want, we want this to be open. We want to have the mm-hmm. open contact with them. And there should be no fear factor, you know. Family members are not to be feared. They're, they're to be right. loved. Right. Frank? Yes. And Maria. Um, just in the last week and a half, we've been confirmed that there's legions of galactics that have taken on human bodies on the ground. I'm yeah. talking about innumerable. They look just like us, like you said. And they, yeah. in other words... It's finally time. In other words, I mean, you have been talking a million miles a second right here and telling us stuff that's all prepared at from the place that you have been pointed to. And now they're on the ground to make sure that this gets transferred and that it's calm and it's nonviolent and it's all done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, one of the contactees, I think you had him on your program, Will. His name is Will out of Texas who uh, had his experience with um, uh, Yes, he had uh, an ET experience. Uh, one yes, walked he had, into his living room and sat on his couch next to him and said, hello. That's it, that's it, yes. <laughs> the name, the, uh, he was from the constellation uh, Betelgeuse, the star system Betelgeuse. And that's he said that, uh, the, 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 the fellow's name is Rin, R-I-N, and he told me that Rin had told him, very, very uh, in sync with what uh, Tara just said, that galactics have been living here for as long as maybe 40 or 50 years. And he said there's galactics living on every block. And he said when the uh, uh, the news is made known that we're part of a cosmic family and we're to join it, people will see that they lived on the block with neighbors maybe 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years that are not from Earth that are star beings and I had nothing to fear from them and they're seeing they've been my neighbors all along. Why should I fear them? We should mm-hmm. have no fear. So he told me, he said, there's galactics living on every block all over the world. That's right. Absolutely. Amen. Yep. yep. And, and Marita, you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and he also said to me, he said that when the disclosure is made known. There's going to be seven people on this panel addressing the world. And he said, one of them is going to be on the panel. It's definitely Valiant Thor. And that was told to him by his star contact. Mm-hmm. So well, we all good invite stuff. him to appear here whenever they're yep. ready. <laughs> yes. You know, what's funny is that I'm sure all of us have come in contact with 
these uh, star friends, and it was unbeknownst to us. But we were, we would always feel good energy interacting with them, and I think mm-hmm. that's the giveaway. I am ready to jump up and down and turn with uh, uh, somersaults, Commander. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Every day I rush to each new dawn, and it's like I'm not even touching the ground anymore. It's like I'm two or three feet above the ground. I'm just, I feel so elated because so many mm-hmm. positive things are occurring. And all we have to do is embrace them and be accepting of them and know that it's for our very best interest and for our well-being. And it's not being used against us. It's being used for us. These are going to be things that are revealed that are going to be for us. And Frank, the people that you work with, are they aware of all of this? I mean, uh, each the people of that you work carries, with here on the planet. Each of them carries a piece to this beautiful mosaic. And it's time, Meredith, that all of us put the pieces of the mosaic together so we could see the total picture. Everybody is carrying a piece of this mosaic. So we mm-hmm. have to put all the, all the pieces together so we could see the entire picture. And it's going to be incredible. It's going to be lovely. These you know, women who I've spoken to, they cry with joy at what they're seeing. They say, you can't imagine how beautiful it's going to be. I was going to say, Marita. Yes. This day, you know, this is the last day, but it's also the first day. And you're not going anywhere. You're just, you know, I need freedom to do what I need to do. Yeah, new assignment. And... And Don, uh, he he got us what did he, uh, he got us uh, what do you call it? That a night at the round table, and he did um, something. I don't with get it. a website. Uh, well, what's it called? It's a, uh, domain name. A domain name. Yes. And wonderful. And, and, yeah, and and after that, we said, well, now, you know, you know, it's going to happen now. And he said, it is happening. He said sure. that. And then well, he showed up. Even on the um, uh, on the BBS radio website, they have all of the all the speeches and and the presentations and everything is archived there. So all of this has been uh, recorded and preserved for people to go back and listen. So that's that's they've provided dark. a great resource for us. Truly. Mm-hmm. And it's been a joy to share whenever we've had this opportunity to share. And I, I love sharing from the heart because that's what it's all about. It's all sharing mm-hmm. with love from the heart. And what, along with that, we aren't going to be doing this kind of un, unregulated, quote-unquote, capitalism, which has gotten all kinds of big holes. Oh, yes. and, oh my God. All gone. Yep. And everybody shot, shot it from the mountaintops. Mm. <laughs> Go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> and I mean, no more wondering why there's you know half a million homeless people on the wealthiest in the wealthiest land right. on earth. I had heard a statistic that uh, there's so much wealth in just this country alone that if all the billionaires combined their money and did a distribution to every man, woman, and child just in the United States of $1 million, after the distribution, 
billionaires would still be billionaires. There's that much wealth just in this country. That's correct. And it's way more than that. And it's yep. already done. That part of it's done too. And accountability is done too. And this whole prison system is gone. Just yep. gone. And there's only going to be teachings from higher dimensions. And there's all kinds of beings on the ground that will help get it going right yep. now. Well, I think I mentioned to you before my brother, who's an architect, has been given uh, the designs for buildings that you walk into. And it incorporates sacred geometry. And the buildings have symbols in them. And the arches and the uh Entranceways that you walk through are like portals, and mm -hmm. the buildings teach you. They're the instructors. Wow. It's That's incredible exciting. Stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and he's shown me the, the architectural plans and drawings from him. They are remarkable. And they were t he was told this by, uh, uh, they call him the Tibetan, uh, the master, uh, gosh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. He works with purple ray energy. It's not Saint Germain. It's uh, oh my gosh! Uh, it, it's Z in my mind's eye. Z, uh, what, Z, what, Z What's the other on the seventh ray? So, well, he worked with my brother Simon for this. How about Zadkiel, Archangel Zadkiel? No, no, no. It's it's one of the ascended masters, and he works with purple light, and he overlighted Simon for these buildings, and uh, uh, they were sent on the quest, uh, and the, there were like five teams were sent around the world, and ones that uh, completed the quest were going to be working with him directly, and it was his team with Simon and his wife and four other uh, people that uh, were given this information, and uh, they said when the, when the time is right, all these will be built. The people will benefit from all this. Wow, I'm don't I. And I'm I, telling you, these are remarkable buildings. Don't don't make it weep just looking at the buildings. And oh, it's like uh, there. It, it won't take a long time to put them up. It's it's like uh, one to three days on some of these things that we oh, think yeah, are yeah. not even yeah. possible. It's just like they're there. They, they fit um, together like puzzle pieces. Modular. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Marita and, yep. and Randy and, and Frank, uh, there's a gentleman, his name is Ed Hicks, and he can build them with the technologies of glass blowing in Japan. They're spherical structures. Wow. wow. One a second. Wow. That means that wow. can make everybody have a home across this entire planet at one a second. Yes. Mm -hmm. they, they just have a robot that is programmed it's about $25,000, and they set it down all over the world, and they make a bunch of them, and they just make them all, and nobody's homeless anymore. Wow. And when you build spherical structures, the structure feeds your system. When you're in square boxes, the structure takes energy from your system. Yes. And that's a really critical thing. And these uh, architects knew this stuff, but that wasn't the name of what the other side was asking about, you know. Okay. <laughs> yep, yep. 
Well, well in, frankly, in addition- we've, we've so enjoyed all that you've shared with us. We don't want to keep you later here than we should. Uh, but, uh, are you still going to end with a prayer? Or are you going to end with a prayer? Why don't you? Do you want to do that? Well, I, I know Tara has offered in the past some beautiful prayers. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, whatever comes to mind, Tara. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is this this prayer that everybody knows. It's called the Prayer of St. Francis, but it's been transposed. And um, I'll see if I can say it without the paper, because I know it pretty well. Lord, make, make us an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, I am love. Where there is sadness, uh, where there is injury, I am pardon. Where there is sadness, I am joy. And it is in giving that I am receiving. It is in pardoning that I am pardoning. And it is in um, surrendering to the higher light that I am born into immortality. Amen. Well, thank you. And thank you so much, Frank, for all your sharing your wisdom and your insights and just know that uh, um, anything that you uh, want to send to me at stargatemarita at gmail um, yeah. I'll forward it on to anybody I certainly will, it's been a joy and an honor and, and a, a very, very much of a privilege and I'm very humbled by all the opportunities I've had to be able to share with you and your, your wonderful audience and thank you for their receptiveness and thank for your Thank you for showing up here and uh, teaching us so many things and being such an open channel to uh, be able to uh, accept all the things that are coming in to, and that you have then to share. So we're and grateful. And Marita, if you will just c- come back and Marita will be your contact. And then, I mean, Marita might feel like sometime doing the interview again sometime. We just got to give her freedom to do it. But I'll be glad sure. to but just Welcome well, you know, we're all still students. We're all still students, and we're all still learning. And that's what you know. That's what is, is the uh, gives us the energy to continue to move forward. Because look at all the new enlightenment, enlightenment that we could uh, uh, bring into our lives. Amen. God bless and, you. Uh, after we close out, uh, Tara, stay on because I've got some information to share with you. So. Oh, I'm all right. Well, thanks. we are grateful for all of our listeners and uh, especially to Frank tonight for sharing all of his wisdom. And we look forward to having you back on uh, here next week. And Tara, the name of your show now next week. Tara. A Night at the Round Table. A Night at the Round Table. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought I had unmuted it. I muted myself. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all for being uh, on the call here tonight, and we look forward to seeing you next week. So, blessings on your way as we complete this day. Good night, night, all. Good night. Namaste.